It is Monday, the 11th of January, 2021. While the world burns down, I work to get my website and this podcast going again. And thank God, because you're listening to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Hey kids, welcome to the show. It is uh, Monday morning and I finally have the new website working just well enough to (laughs) get back to a semi-regular schedule of recording. Uh, I do have to get some of the syndication feeds back up and running, but ah, you'll hear this eventually. (laughs) The most important thing (laughs) is that the world is on fire. And I have a guest here to uh, to tell me why fire is hot. Uh, welcoming back to the show, one of the smartest human beings I know. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Chris Maverick. Hello, Chris. Hey. <laughs> oh, listen to that enthusiasm. Hi. Fuck. So oh, happy yeah, to yeah, be yeah, alive yeah. and American. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm happy to be alive. Well, I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta change, I gotta, I gotta change the theme song to like Lee Greenwood or Travis Tritt or something today. Some kind of, some kind of bullshit. Uh, yeah, welcome aboard. This is actually take two for us. We recorded Thursday night, and uh, I slandered some people and didn't, didn't think I could edit around it, and I slandered some people like specific people by name <laughs> and uh and decided no and then and then you joined in and then <laughs> i decided yeah, well. <laughs> i decided i decided a i can't edit around this and b um four three more days have passed and the fire is still the fire is still going it's still it's so much, is, but it's so much bad. has changed. So, there, like, I mean, there have been yeah. developments, and I thought, let's 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 do this again. So, uh, I actually, mm-hmm. like a like a professional journalist, I I made some notes. I wrote some questions. I want to ask you some specific things and try not to go off track into a discussion about right. what fucking movie were we talking about? We got into a, like a chain oh, of movies and TV shows <laughs> and obscure references. Anyways, let's let, let, let's dive right into this. And of course, the first question has to be: uh, What were your first thoughts when you heard the news that the Capitol building was under basically terrorist attack? Uh, pretty much like, yep. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of. <laughs> I mean, where we've been, I, it, it's weird because, you know, you guys, you're, well, you guys, you, mm-hmm. I'm used to being on shows with Coe, you have essentially a Canadian show listened to by a bunch of Americans. Yeah. But, so it's weird to say we, but on the other hand, I, I'm pretty sure most of the planet is just watching um, our, our being America's slow descent. <laughs> madness slow <laughs> that like well slow for the last four years it's been a gradually building 
to where the avalanche just came down yeah. on on um, on Wednesday. And I mean, I've been I I'm the weird person who you know me. I'm 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 certainly never going to defend Trump. But I was the guy who the second Trump came down the elevator, the escalator, yeah, uh, f- four and a half years ago, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to win. Yeah. And then I had a whole bunch of friends who got mad at me. And I'm like, it's like, that, that's not funny. And I'm like, no, no, I'm I'm warning you. He's going to be president. And this is I've, I've read this comic book. I know how Lex Luthor became president. I, <laughs> I get it. And. And, and 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 that plus like I'm a cultural theorist. It's my job. I PhD, um, and I study the way cultural mora, like how they cycle and what happens and how media affects like politics and things. Yeah. So I like I just sort of played the entire thing out in my head. And this is four years ago. And so so I've not been surprised about pretty much anything. It's like yeah, that's I, that's what I see. So now we were getting close. Once Biden beat him, I was like, oh, okay, now I guess we can get to a semblance of normalcy. I'm not going to call it normalcy because I'm not a I'm not the biggest Joe Biden fan in the no, world. No, neither of us. But is. right. But then uh, people were like, oh, do you think he's going to be pulled from? Are they got to pull him from the Oval Office? And I'm like, maybe. And I could see that happening. And then yeah. as it got hotter and hotter, and he was moving towards, you know, no, we're still going to fight this. We're, we're still going to fight this. I started feeling like this is bad. This is not. This is not going to go the way anybody wants it to. So then I stayed. We had a we had a one state election that I stayed up late for to watch the results come in. And then I went to bed around four in the morning. And I was like, I've got to be up. I've got to watch the uh, the electoral college count. Yeah, it starts at one. So I got up, and then Trump's rally starts at 1230. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching that, and I'm watching the electoral count, college count, and they're like, people are marching on the Capitol. And so I'm the guy going, oh, here it goes. I, I'm ready. And I, I remember, like, texting friends of mine, turn on CNN. And they're like, oh, it's not going to be. And then it was all of a sudden, and the Capitol's under attack. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. So wasn't a surprise for me. This is the way I saw it going. Uh, just – in speaking specifically about Wednesday, I just want to make note of something, and it's going to be in the show notes. It's going to be the recommended viewing. It's actually going to be recommended reading today. And there's a journalist by the name of Seth Abramson. And Seth Abramson is um, a Newsweek columnist, and he's he's appeared. I'm just looking at his uh, Twitter bio. Uh, attorney, professor, journalist, New York Times bestselling author, Newsweek columnist, also CNN BBC, CBS, HBO. Um, he gives, I woke up to this on Sunday, he gives a literal 200 tweet analysis of uh, of Trump's speech on Wednesday. Um, and, and, and it wasn't, I, I, all I can say is, um, this thread of tweets should be read in court as the prosecution for uh, for Trump, if and when Trump, and I pray he does eventually, see the inside of a courtroom. Because um, uh, Abramson breaks down line by line of his speech 
including uh, a lot of really incredible background information from uh, mm-hmm. from his time following Trump and others, Rudy Giuliani, etc. Um, how that speech on Wednesday, that the 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 whole rally and the speech were designed, were mm-hmm. I think meticulously designed to inflame that crowd and send them to the Capitol with literal marching orders to uh mm-hmm. to to wreck shit. <laughs> you know, I they, am not yeah. willing to give him I'm not willing to give him the benefit of the doubt to say meticulously designed. I think I think of Donald Trump as um as something of an idiot savant. I was about I to say I was about to say very, Yeah. Yeah. He's not very intelligent. He is uh he is very good at one thing cuz I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, he's an idiot." He's got one very particular skill. Yeah, he is very good at selling the madness of Donald Trump, and I don't mean just as a politician. I mean his entire career for the last forty years. Yeah, um, has been on just this ability to. He has one very specific con. Like his entire fortune was based on his ability to just sell his name on buildings. Yeah, like he, he everything that he tried to do, every other enterprise he tried to do, he failed at gloriously. But he is very good at getting people to give him money to write his name on a building and then run it. This is the natural ramification of what happens when you, when you, you know, swear fealty to a grifter. Yeah. I, you know, when I, when I say I knew <laughs> when I say, I, I was about to say that as, as far as idiot savant, I just knew those were the words you were going to use. And I think <laughs> if I can, if I can recommend, and I've recommended it on the show before, if I can recommend again, uh, for those of you, uh, you know, you're, you're online, you're using a podcast service right now. Search for The Dollop, D-O-L-L-O-P. It's Dave Anthony and uh, Gareth Reynolds podcast. It's a, it's an American history podcast. Go back and listen to both parts of episode 300, their, uh, dissection of, of, of Trump, because it all, it goes back to his father, Fred, and his grandfather mm-hmm. Friedrich, and it so perfectly tells the story of uh, and and his kids of four generations of pure fucking garbage human beings, like just four generations <laughs> of racism and and grifting, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I think that. You know, you talk about seeing, uh, seeing election day and, and thinking, okay, what, you know, what's going to happen? This is what's going to, I, I looked at election day and was overjoyed when, when we finally got the results days later, I was overjoyed that Trump was gone, not out of any excitement for Joe Biden, but almost my next thought was, all right. What does this orange nightmare do on the way out? This is, you know, yeah. you've been you've been asked to leave the club and on the way out you are flipping tables and knocking drinks out of the waitress's hand and screaming bloody Salt murder. Yeah. yeah. And 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 yeah. just yeah. like any asshole Burn it on your way out. Just like any asshole, Trump is basically screaming, "Do you know who I am?" and anybody who has <laughs> ever asked do you know who I am? 
is not worth fucking knowing. So, <laughs> so uh, the part. I'll also, since I've, since you recommended it, since you're doing recommendations, I also recommend uh, there's a book called Too Much and Never Enough. It's written by his niece, who is a psychologist, Mary who, Trump. Yes, you know, she knows him personally. Yeah. yeah, and she hates him and realizes that he's a psychopath, and she breaks down his. Uh, it's really good, but yeah. she breaks down essentially his mental state as as a expert observer who's gotten to sit next to him over the course of decades. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're at a point now where Trump, uh, calls together a crowd, uh, of thousands, possibly tens of thousands of, uh, of, of, uh, conspiracy loving QAnon, uh, violent white nationalist scumbags. I could keep adding, uh, <laughs> descriptors to that sentence. Idiot. Yeah. Just make sure you they're they're also very stupid. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. He, Racist and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He winds them up and sends his tin soldiers down the street and they literally invade the Capitol. Now, I, I don't wanna yep. I don't wanna get into the um I don't wanna get into much of the details of the invasion of the Capitol. That that is going to I mean that that throws us off track from my purpose here. Mm-hmm. It's I, bad. I, I, I will. I will talk about um, Officer uh, Sicknick uh, a little later on in the mm-hmm. show, but I, I'm going to take it for granted that y- you know everybody listening has seen what happened in some form or another. They know what happened, so I have to ask for inciting this traitorous fucking invasion of a government building mm-hmm. which is more likely and which do you prefer 25th amendment or impeachment for donald trump which which, which is, is more which likely? is more likely to to actually take place um i think impeachment will take place i don't think that it will happen i don't think they'll remove him before the 20th um i do not think michael pence has the balls to pull the to pull the trigger on the twenty five. Okay. Um, it, it should take place. Um, at this point, he is dangerous and unhinged, yep. and becomes more so by the day because, like, without. I mean, I say this almost as a joke because I've said it before, but I'm very serious at this at this point. With as we record, um, eleven days left in his presidency, ten days left in his presidency, ten days, yeah. Um. Yeah, he's going to get more and more angry. Uh, I assume I haven't seen your notes, but I assume we're going to talk about the fact that they that they took Twitter away from him. Oh so yeah, we're gonna. He, yeah, he, we're he, definitely going to talk about social yeah. media. <laughs> but but so with nothing better to do, he's a toddler with nuclear codes. Yeah. And um, this morning, statements were released from several other nation government leaders talking about what a disgrace what he did was. Yeah. And there is a very real chance, and I am not exaggerating, that he could just have a bad bot and decide to nuke Canada. Well um I, I, I'm I'm not sure that that won't happen. Uh, well I, mean, I, I will happen, I will say this but I'm not sure. Apparently it, it, it's come out that Nancy Pelosi or Nancy Pelosi has told us not a big fan of Nancy Pelosi here. Uh, but you have a defense of Nancy Pelosi that you made on Friday, uh, on Thursday night. And, and I, I do actually want to sidetrack and get into that again. Um, 
Okay. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has apparently talked to, I would assume it's the Joint Chiefs of Staff, to uh, to make sure that there is some safeguard in place that prevents mm-hmm. him from using the nuclear football. Nuke in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Let's nuke them and cake, take their water. And... <laughs> um, I mean... I mean, that's that's a thing for me. Hold on. But he tried to buy Greenland. Yeah. Hold (laughs) on. Now, 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 wait. Okay. The Greenland thing is, uh, that is is, uh, a point of every ridiculous thought that comes into his head. Hey, you know, he he actually went to school. He learned about the Louisiana Purchase. You know, (laughs) maybe he thinks, maybe he thinks he can make himself look great by doing that. But I I mean, here in Canada, this is, this is a sidetrack. I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure this is a dead end sidetrack. Um, we've spent a century we've spent a century um, playing with the idea. It comes up every few years of um, annexing the Turks and Caicos Islands in the Caribbean. And I, for one, have have always been for this idea. I don't know why we haven't done it. Give give twenty thirty thousand people health care, and you get Caribbean Islands as a province. Fuck! Why wouldn't you? No passport to go I'm to the ask Caribbean. You about that off air. Huh? <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm going to ask you about that off air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can sidetrack. I did not know that was an issue. But... Yeah, there's a there's a Wikipedia page, man. I, I I actually I I somewhere I I have the name of the people the names of the people in the government in 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 Turks and Caicos that I want to call at some point and ask them what's up. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> see, I got so off track. Um, uh. It's the fact that he still has days left in his presidency, and he is the president. And um, mm-hmm. if you're going to, if you're going to, if you're going to suspend disbelief and give one man all that power, you've got to suspend disbelief every fucking day. He's still the president mm-hmm. until the twentieth. He's going to pardon a bunch more assholes. He's going to pardon himself. He's going to try to pardon himself. I he's going to try and pardon he, himself. He's going to absolutely try to pardon himself. Yeah. I mean, if I, I mean, no, if I were him, I would try to pardon myself. At this point, he's got nothing to lose by trying. Yeah. So, because he knows they're going to come after him, he will absolutely try to pardon himself. Because, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he's not, he's a bigger idiot than I thought. Yeah. I don't know if it'll work, but he's, but he, he, he absolutely is going to try. <laughs> and I, I, I bet if we check his search history right now, he has asked Siri more than once. For a list of countries that do not have extradition treaties <laughs> with the United States, okay, there is. I mean, uh, fuck. How did? How did? This, I mean, the biggest question of all time is how did this motherfucker become president? Could you? Could you people long, not have come yeah. up with? Fuck. Lex Luthor becomes I mean, president. <laughs> Simon Stagg is standing right there. <laughs> Pick a different <laughs> villain. I mean. He, <laughs> it's it, it, he became president because America is a country that likes to our entire culture is based around uh, the American culture, the United States culture is based around this idea of exceptionalism. I mean, we're Ronald Reagan said it. We are the shining city on the hill. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, we are the birthplace of democracy. We have the gall to call our president, whoever he is, not just Trump. We have the gall to call yeah. our president the leader of the free world. Yeah. Um, Canada, you are in Canada. You are a Canadian citizen. Do you remember voting for us to be the leader of the free world? 
Fuck like no. no. We just decided that. We yeah. decided to, to, to call ourselves leaders of freedom. Yeah. So we have this idea of exceptionalism, but we also have this weird um, history of racism, history of classism, history, history of sexism that I'm not going to defend on this show. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm assuming any of your listeners will more or less agree with me. Um, but for complicated reasons that I teach a whole class on, <laughs> that becomes a it becomes a recipe that means we create a society that is kind of a new caste system, mm-hmm. and we have warring factions. So there is a backlash when you do when you take a massive step forward and you elect a black man president for the first time in a couple hundred years, um, two hundred fifty years, you have a natural backlash of white anxiety is what yeah. we would what we would call it there's the idea of and the left a lot of times likes to dismiss this other liberal or woke people like to say oh they're just it's just toxic masculinity they're not they have no real right no they do have a legitimate right if you are a white male a milk for you and when we say things like well you know, reparations or even affirmative action or even just giving women the vote, making abortion legal, anything like that, um, in empowering other people, we like to say, well, we've never taken anything from you. Yes, we have. If one person has all the power in the world and another person has no power and you give some power to the person with no power, the more powerful person has necessarily lost something. Yeah. So even though they don't, they don't make it through, there is a natural reaction of self-preservation to sort of fight back and get it. So when you have somebody who, um, I mean, even something as simple as we, we, we've been doing this, you know, the green new deal stuff, the entire green new deal is, is essentially, Hey, maybe let's not burn the environment down. Yeah. And people are fighting against it because, you know, for no logical reason, because, well, I'm a coal miner. My daddy was a coal miner. We need to keep coal around for no good reason. Coal's not even very efficient. It's a highly inefficient fuel, but we want to do it because we always have and because the people who make billions of dollars or even who just make their livelihood, even if you're only living, you're, you're scraping by on $25,000 a year as a very poorly paid coal miner. And then suddenly, you know, you've got some, you know, Hispanic chick from upstate New York who suddenly says, no, we're going to take that away from you. Well, that's threatening. So they fought back. They fought back. And then you had a crazy white man who kind of looks like you and who is belligerent and talks like a trucker and likes to say, you know, likes to say he can fuck any woman who wants to. He's famous. Grab him by the pussy. She won't even complain. All the stuff that your listeners might hate about that Uh is appealing to someone who feels like, oh, my God, everything's being taken away from me. This man will save us. I've always. So so, So he had votes he had a bunch of votes from yeah. people yeah. and everybody gets one vote assholes votes count just as much as nice people's <laughs> that's how that's why he became president oh god it just hurts my feelings so much um just yeah. to the coal miner to the coal miner thing for just a second i've i've always wondered mm-hmm. um uh, well okay this it's it, it's all about the status quo, and the status quo is that uh, I am a fat cat industrialist, and I am making money from oil. So um, that money is coming in steadily. Why would I want to make the effort and spend any of the the my my money on 
uh, starting solar farms or wind farms. Hey, remember, right. you know, like a, a windmills cause cancer and kill birds, right? Um, yes. Whereas, yeah. whereas as, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a government, as a government, why not, instead of spending a trillion dollars or several trillion, I don't know what the fucking military budget is in the United States at this point. Instead of spending all that money on the military, why not spend some of it on renewable energy and take those coal miners and give them jobs building those fucking and maintaining the, you know, the solar farms, which would be, the wind farms. Which would be the plan that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez um, detailed. Yeah. That, that would be exactly the plan of the Green New Deal. That's what we're fighting against when we're fighting against the Green New Deal, taking some money away from, you know, from our ability to destroy the... um uh, to destroy the world 170 times over. Yeah. Let's make it 169 times over, and then save and and then save the energy crisis. Yeah. That's the plan of the Green New Deal, and oh. we don't do it because well, if we had one fewer nuke, then our penis would look smaller. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I. I, I, I there, I mean, Tremendous. I could be more technical, but like in layman's terms, that's why. No, it's no, no. Just see we, now. Here's we don't the thing. Look weak by being. Here's the thing. Don't bother being technical. Don't bother being technical at yeah. some point because I, what living in the United States and what uh, for, for two years, what observing the United States for the other 47 has taught me is that mm-hmm. uh, is that uh, American intellectualism needs to be boiled down to a slogan you can put on a on the front of a T-shirt. It needs to be something yeah, you like can tweet. it needs to be something you can put on a bar napkin or inside the, the, mm-hmm. the cap of, a, of an iced tea bottle. Because that's that that that's all people want to hear, and that's all people want right. uh, can 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 absorb. So it's jingoism. Mm-hmm. It needs to be. It mm-hmm. needs to fit snappy into a thirty second commercial or shorter. Or fuck off. I don't want to hear it. And mm-hmm. that's why. And that's why you you know you you get don't tread on me or uh you know <laughs> which is I mean. Make America great again. Yeah, make America great. Perfect. Thank you. Because um, mm-hmm. boil it down. Uh, there, there's, there's no, there's nothing subtle. There's no uh, nuance. It's just uh, fucking Ford is job one, and let's not talk about anything else. You know, it's it it <laughs> absolutely bumper sticker philosophy or nothing. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of bumper sticker philosophy, let's talk about 280 characters. And Lord God, uh, I mean, it used to be 140. <laughs> um, uh, a couple of nights ago, <sighs> Twitter finally pulled the plug after four, five, or more you know, a decade, probably of uh, this man's insane rants and conspiracies and bullshit and lies and bullshit they finally pulled the plug and uh permanently suspended donald trump's beloved twitter account you know he had been using this can for I just say years. Real quick, can i just go yeah hold on <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i mean years of him using this to uh to promote birtherism to uh, to slander political opponents, to lie about things that we saw with our own eyes and heard with our own ears that he said with his own stupid mouth. 
now that he is <laughs> now that he is guaranteed to be leaving office and uh they think that they are uh politically safe because let's face it, i mean twitter is a, a fucking trash pile of a company itself but now that they think that they're safe sure. they turn off the lights on at real donald trump okay <laughs> yep and a few a few other accounts go with them because he he tried to use the potus <laughs> account uh one of his advisors handed over the keys to his own account they they fucking they nuked that guy. Rush Limbaugh is gone. Um, a, a few people, a few people. Michael Flynn, yeah. Michael yeah. Flynn, yeah. He, I am. I, I imagine he was. I imagine he was running around the West Wing, just grabbing people's phones and trying to type on them and getting them nuked. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that's how it happened, but I like to believe that. I like yeah. to see it in my head. So in response to this, we have conservatives crying censorship in the wake of uh, Trump being nuked. Uh, off of Twitter and off of uh, and from both Google and Apple, removing the ultra conservative mm-hmm. parlor uh, social media app uh-huh. from their stores. Uh-huh. How do you respond? A is this censorship, and B since it's not, uh, <laughs> how many tears have you cried? I've cried no tears. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you an answer you don't want. Yes, it is censorship. Oh, and okay. That's okay. Oh no, no, no. Oh, hey, hey, no, don't it, tell it, me. It, hold it, on, it, don't it, tell me it's not an answer yeah. I don't want because I want an answer. I'm, I'm happy to hear oh, your yeah, side of this. Go ahead. It's, it's absolutely censorship and good because Americans don't understand our own damn constitution. Okay. We have a rule that says the government will not censor you. Yeah. That is what the First Amendment says. Twitter is not the government. Um, here's, here, here's how censorship works. If you've got a child and your child walks, uh, and your child says, fuck you, mommy, what do you do? You punish the child. If you're old school, you wash the child's mouth out of soap and you say, junior, I don't want to ever hear you say that again. That is censoring. You are telling your child that he is not allowed to say something. If somebody goes and puts a sign in my lawn that I don't want, if somebody puts a MAGA sign in my lawn and I rip that out, I am censoring their ability to express themselves. Mm. You know why? Because it's my fucking lawn. (laughs) I can absolutely censor my own property. There's no rule against it. Every time, you know, when Disney Plus, Disney Plus is a TV channel and they have a TV station on it and they have rules about what can appear on their network mm-hmm. and they might cover up, you know, they don't like showing nudity on Disney Plus. They're like, this is a children's network. Yeah. Oh, you think, like you're swearing. thinking about Splash? Yeah, Splash. Where they spent money they to digitally, they, they spent money to digitally insert right. hair over Daryl Hannah's butt. <laughs> Right. And it yeah. looks ridiculous. It looks absolutely ridiculous. Yep. And it's their right to do it because it's their network. And if you don't like it, watch Netflix. Yeah. That is censoring. Yeah. And Disney Plus has every right to censor this. Twitter does not owe you an account. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple does Apple does not owe you um the right to be on their to, the right to be on their service. Mm-hmm. Do you know who else isn't on their service? Playboy. Playboy was very upset when Apple said, No, you can't have an app. We don't do por- pornography. Mm-hmm. And Playboy said, we're not pornography. And Steve, Je- or actually, I think it was Tim Cook. But I don't know if, we, if Jobs was alive or not. But, but Apple said, I don't care 
we have decided that we don't want your service. Right. And they took a stance against it. And that's the rule. Yeah. It's just, you know, they also decided they didn't have, I mean, it's now gone, but the iPhone never did Adobe Flash. And Flash died on the internet because the iPhone wouldn't support it. Right. Steve Jobs didn't like it. Absolutely his right. You can censor your own company. And if you don't like that, then as I said to my friend on, on Twitter, I think today or yesterday, then yes, I agree that it's censorship. I agree that Donald Trump has been censored by Twitter. So now I want all of you to go put a Black Lives Matter billboard in your front lawn because I want to express my free speech in your lawn by saying Black Lives Matter. Oh, you have a problem with that? Well, you're censoring me. Yes, you are. That's how it works. Fantastic. So yeah, First Amendment, not a violation. Very good. Twitter does not have to publish... Twitter doesn't have to publish Donald Trump's nonsense, and and nor does Apple, nor does Google, yeah. and Parler is <laughs> now also lost um, as of tonight. So by the time your episode goes live uh-huh. at midnight tonight, Parler loses access to Amazon Web Services, oh which my. is a back-end storage, storage site that runs their website. Wow. So Parler's going down tonight. Wow. Um, I mean, let's say... Unless they now they say they're gonna they're gonna rise again they're gonna they're gonna switch to another service yeah but and they're like people are competing for our services eh, good luck yeah. because unless they can move in hey six, four hours sixteen sixteen ninety five at HostGator unlimited uh, unlimited domains you know <laughs> they might want to give it a yeah, try if they fucking if, uh, HostGator if they HostGator customer support <laughs> is awesome <laughs> well there you go. <laughs> Just so make yeah, sh- if, Parler, if Parler can move in four hours, they're okay. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> wow. Good luck. <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't heard that. That's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. For me, I've always uh, I I've always uh, bitched back at people. I chirp back at people who talk about free speech. Um, to remind them that free speech means yeah, you can say whatever you want. There are li- legally there are limits to free speech the uh the the you know the well-worn uh trope of you can't yell fire in, fire a, in yeah. a crowded crowded theater but you know mm-hmm. excusing that for a minute or forgetting that for a minute yeah free speech say whatever you want my free speech is that i get to respond to you so mm-hmm. so telling you to shut the fuck up with your bullshit isn't me mm-hmm. fucking isn't me uh, curbing your right to free speech. I'm just telling you, I don't want to hear that shit. If you want to stay next to me and not get backhanded, because <laughs> me, me, me smacking you in the mouth, that's free speech. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are consequences. Free speech, does, free speech does not, the First Amendment of the United States of America uh, in our, on our Constitution does not preclude consequences it does not um and it, and it does not preclude um regulation based on certain things you yeah. cannot you know you cannot i defy anybody to walk into their place of work and start yelling the n-word and see how well free speech protects you there uh, you know it's yeah, like it's not yeah. like you can't do certain things and moreover the first amendment also protects companies and keeps the company from being liable for your dumbass free speech clauses, like they they can do stuff like we cannot force Twitter to um to allow Donald Trump on their service, 
because that's what the First Amendment actually does. The government cannot force that. Yeah. Now, um, if he was being discriminated against for his race or something yeah. or for his sexuality, that would be different. But that's not what's happening. They don't like what he has to say, and they're not forced to publish him any more than any book publisher is forced to publish anybody. Is bowl of gelatin, is bowl of semi-sentient gelatin either a race or sexuality, though? <laughs> nope. Okay. As far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, I just uh, to round this off, I just I just want to say that one one of the best things I saw uh, on the internet on Sunday was uh, a response to uh, Tommy Lauren, who I just fucking hate that bro. Uh, a response okay. to Tommy Lauren saying that this is censorship, uh, saying yeah it is, and um, the 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 government saying uh, you didn't have to make a gay wedding cake telling businesses they could do what they want <laughs> is why this happened so <laughs> so if you want to if you want to blame somebody blame gay wedding cake um uh and that's even different yeah it's complicated uh, but yeah i mean it's just like well first off tell me loren you know fuck her no. yeah <laughs> it's just, like, nothing good to say no and yeah, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, yeah, wah, cry me a river, yeah. Donald Trump knocked off Twitter. Speaking I think it's of... dangerous because I am worried about the vacuum. I am worried about what his followers who are still there will do. Wow. Um, you know, there's the QAnon yahoos who are the, who are largely behind the invasion of the Capitol. Yeah. And they are a crazy cult who believes that he is sending them secret signals. Oh yeah. Um, like magically, they fundamentally believe this. They are insane. Anybody who ever posts QAnon to, to prove anything? No, the theory behind them makes Scientology look rational. It is crazy. <laughs> so those, those idiots, you know, will believe without him actually saying anything, now they're just going to put words into his mouth and yeah. you're just going to have Proud Boys running all over. But that's what I'm worried about. But oh, as just, far as his actual access, tough. Yeah. Just so you know, as a side note here, a uh, little Canadian news. Um, the Canadian federal government is considering finally making the Proud Boys, uh, designating them a terrorist organization. Good. Yeah. So... Uh, I got. I, there's a petition I need to sign because I that needs to happen. Uh, speaking of statements, yeah. though, uh, it took almost four days for the White House to lower its flag for murdered police officer Brian. Oh, did Sickman. they finally do it? Yeah, just this evening. Did they finally do it? They, they finally did it the, looked, the, late so. this afternoon. They finally lowered the flag to half mast. Trump has made no comment on the death. Do blue lives still matter to the QAnon crowd? <laughs> I don't know if blue lives ever mattered to QAnon. I don't even know if the, Q, if the QAnon people specifically, the people who actually call themselves QAnon people, yeah. I don't know that they were total overlap with the blue lives matter people. What I believe is the crazies that make up the MAGA crowd mm -hmm. are made of several groups. And I mean, you always say on your show, there are um there are evil people, racist and idiots or something like that. You no, know, the three the three so, types of the three types of people who voted for Trump are uh racists, money grubbers, and idiots. Money grubbers, yes. Yeah. Right. So I think that I think that the racist crowd comes in several varieties and mm -hmm. some of them are the Blue Lives Matter people and some of them are the Proud Boys and some of them are the QAnon people. And then there are individuals 
like the person who we're not naming that we are record, yeah. re, you know, yeah. we slandered before, yeah. who are the idiots and just not smart enough to even tell the difference. So he might say Blue Lives Matter. He might say a QAnon thing, but he's just taking whatever MAGA thing he can find and, and amplifying it. He doesn't know. There's no critical thought behind it. So I, you know, the people who are the Proud Boys, they never cared about cops. No. You know, they, they didn't. No. And they never and, – and the QAnon people never even pretended to care about cops. Yeah. It's, you know, so it's the MAGA people who are like, blue lives matter because we're dumb and we don't know that, like, no one's life is blue. You can – it's a job. But it's important <laughs> It's important to, uh, to deify someone um, who uh, who your enemy is vilifying. And if your enemy, right. if if, if, if you're if you're a racist piece of shit, if you're if you're if you're you know a hillbilly or a redneck who uh, has bought into uh, bought into excuse me bide what has bought into <laughs> uh, uh, you know uh, decades and you know more, centuries of um, the the man standing next to you in the same economic and social position that you are is your enemy because of the color of his skin, um, then a movement like Black Lives Matter, and again, we, we, we talk about power being taken away from you. So if you, mm-hmm. are, if you are the dirt poor rock farmer in Alabama and the government has its knee on your neck, but you mm-hmm. and you see somebody trying to uh, trying to uh, gain more rights to gain equal rights. You think that they're taking mm-hmm. us? Mm-hmm. They're going to take a wedge of my pie, and you fight against right. them. You fight virulently mm-hmm. against them. You've got you've got nothing, and that motherfucker wants to take some of it. So they've right. been convinced. It, it's a no. Go ahead. Oh, it, it's 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 a it's why people misunderstand the term privilege. Yeah, because the people who fight against who fight very much this is just something the woke people made up. And no, it's not. Yeah. It's something that cultural theorists and sociologists made up literally uh, almost fifty years ago now in the seventies. Um, it's like it. It's a, the concept of privilege, the way we actually use it. And yes, I get, I get that it gets bastardized on the internet, mm-hmm. but the idea is these are the advantages that are tied to your, um, your gender, sex, race, class, or position that, um, that aren't, that aren't due to anything that you've done. They're just inherently tied to you. Um, everyone has privileges. I have privileges. Yeah. I'm, ridiculously smart and I'm an academic and that gets me things that don't that from me doing nothing that gets me advantages that other people don't have mm-hmm. certain privileges are tied to race and the the guy who is like you said the, the rock farmer right you know yeah. like he doesn't necessarily he might be struggling so if I'm struggling and I know I'm struggling and you're specifically saying I've got to help somebody else that I don't see as being beneath me yeah. Then it feels like you're trying to lift them above me. You're not, but it feels like that to them. Yeah. And the best way I, cause I've tried to explain why, um, why the MAGA types don't believe in white privilege to black people. And the best way I can explain it, this is 
in the United States, um, 2008. So 12 years ago, 13 years ago, um, in California, gay marriage came up on the ballot. Um, as is before we legalized it across the country, gay marriage was voted on and it was, and everybody thought this is a surefire thing. We're going to come, we're going to legalize this. Uh-huh. And it failed. It failed in 2008. And if you look at the exit polls and you figure out why it failed because that was the year Obama ran for president, 2008 had a massive outturn of black people uh-huh. for obvious reasons. Uh-huh. And black people in California overwhelmingly voted against gay marriage. Uh-huh. And then people were like, well, how can that happen? You would think they'd obviously want this because they've been discriminated against. And that's not how humans work. No. Humans don't say, oh, my life's been hard, so I need to help other people. People, humans say, my life's been hard, so help me and fuck everybody else. That's, that's just what we do. And if you look at like, it's getting better, but historically, um, historically within the, well, within the gay movement, I don't want to say LGBTQ for reasons that will become obvious moment within the gay movement there's been discrimination against bisexuals Uh which makes no sense but it's there and it's getting better we're working on it you know we're working on racial harmony um the you know jewish people and black people aren't natural allies it's just that we work on these things slowly and people discriminate so when you're a poor guy and somebody says, when you know you're poor, when you know you're living just above the poverty line, you're a working class white guy. Um, and somebody says, you're poor because you're an idiot. She's poor because she's a woman and he's poor because he's black. Well, now what? So it's just, you know, something's keeping them down. But like, for me, it's just because I'm a loser. Well, that's, that's essentially what you're saying. And it's not, it just, that's not what somebody is actually saying. Yeah. What, uh, back to, back to Wednesday. This, uh, it's not that it all started when, uh, people stood up in the, in, in the, uh, in the, 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 the rotunda area, in the, in the, uh, the chambers to. Mm-hmm. House chamber. In the house chamber, thank you. Uh, to, mm-hmm. uh, to object to the certification of Arizona's. <laughs> uh Arizona's electoral uh votes but that's it's the next major step after Trump mm-hmm. winds his toys up sends them down the street it, at the at the same time you have Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley saying uh saying uh, no we 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 want to overturn democracy in this or or stall it until they get here I'm not sure What's going through Ted Cruz's they were head? Trying to, see, they're just evil. They're, yeah. I mean, because I can't with, with your with your money grubbers versus racists versus idiots. Yeah. Um, Cruz and Holly are not idiots. Like there are there are congressmen. Oh, no. There are we have QAnon people in our Congress. Yeah. We have people who don't know better. Who really fundamentally we have Trump allies who fundamentally believe. Well, he wouldn't lie to us, so they must have stolen the election. It's the only thing that makes sense because yeah. they're morons. Ted Cruz knows better. Josh Hawley is a constitutional lawyer. He knows better. Both of them know better, and they were, and they did it because it was a grab for power on themselves. They don't even want to overturn it. Ted Cruz knows that he can't win this fight. He always knew that he couldn't win this fight. He did it because he wants to, he wants to look like he's fighting for the MAGA people so that in four years he can run against Joe Biden. Yeah. And it was, and it's the most evil thing. He was willing to burn this country to the ground 
Yeah. On the off chance that he could be president of whatever was left of it. Well, with Ted Cruz, I've always thought with Ted Cruz that um, his opinions come by trying to figure out where the next dollar comes from and how to keep that river Mm -hmm. flowing. I likened him on Twitter the other day to Starscream from the Decepticons because... (laughs) Because you never, you never know, you never know whether he's going to be the loyalist who carries out your orders or the backstabber who offers you up, you know, leaves you for dead, offers you up to your enemies. He's absolutely, Mm -hmm. and and he's just, his voice is just as grating as, (laughs) but, but Josh Hawley, Josh Hawley, I'm not, I don't, I don't know enough about him except for what I've seen the last couple of weeks to know what his fucking malfunction is? What is his same purpose? Guy. Same exactly guy. Exactly the same as what you just said. Same guy. Okay. Yep. Okay. Just, I mean, he he's he's more aligned. I mean, Cruz is not really aligned with Trump. Cruz doesn't no. like Trump. Trump called his wife ugly and said his dad killed Kennedy. Yeah. Okay. And then Trump and then and Cruz fell in line. Hawley doesn't have that baggage, mm-hmm. but Hawley. This is a it's a personal play. It's just it was just a power grab. He knows he can't win. Okay. The man worked for the Supreme Court. He knows the law. He wasn't going to win. He did this because he's trying to position himself. He knows Trump's going down, so he's trying to position himself as the guy who tried to help, yeah. so that in four years he can he can grab those votes. That's uh, all it was. Well, he's going to end it's up. Just, he's, it's just greed. He's going to well if he doesn't end up in jail or charged with something. Uh, the best he could hope for is ending up with just those Trump votes, because I think I think the Republican Party is uh, uh, steps closer to shattering in half. I yeah I I don't know. Um, They're going the way of the wigs. They're going the way of the wigs. <laughs> maybe if it weren't for the fact that the Democrats were just as stupid in a lot of ways, and I don't mean in the I don't mean necessarily racist, but I yeah. I think that. I, I wish America could support three or four viable political parties. Yeah. It would be, be better. And I hate that everybody's like, well, it's the only way it can work. No, it can't. Like lots of other countries exist. 170 some odd democracies on the, on the face of the earth. Yeah. And most of them have multiple political parties. How many do you guys have? Uh, f- uh I, I, five or six. Two uh, big ones. In, the, we, yeah. You got two the, big ones in like three smaller, the, right? The, 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 the big three, the big three. Uh, would be the liberals, the conservatives, and the NDP, the New Democrats, who are uh, a further, right. supposedly, uh, in theory, further left. Well, in practice, uh, further left wing than the liberals. Um, now the mm-hmm. uh, the conservatives. Okay, now I've seen I've I've seen in my lifetime, in my recent lifetime, uh, large political parties fall. The conservatives are a reforming, a merger of the progressive conservative party and what was a smaller, newer party called uh, the Alliance Party of Canada and uh, both right-wing parties who um, tumbled, like just crashed and burned years ago mm-hmm. and uh, managed to put themselves together to save themselves. There's also the Parti Québécois, uh, the, or the block, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the party, the PQs, the party Quebecois, which is, uh, only in Quebec 
and um, nominally in favor of uh, removing Quebec from secession, yeah. from, you know, se- seceding from Canada. Um, and uh, uh, there's the Green Party. The Green Party is experiencing some growth, but it's 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 one, two, drop off to three, big drop to four and five. So um, okay, so. And here we have two. And like the, I mean, if you're, if you're an American and you're a Green Party member or so, or a, well, or Democratic Socialist, you know that you're part of the Democratic Party, even if you're not technically. But if you're a Green Party member or a Libertarian, no, you don't really count. And you don't really count because most Americans don't, oh oh God, we also have Reform Party in the Constitution. We have, we have several tiny ones. Oh, sure. We have, we have a bunch of, 2% of the national vote. We have a bunch of tiny, tiny fucking parties right. but i mean you know my my uh my city I don't think my the, city councilor yeah. my city councilor uh mm-hmm. is a woman named paula fletcher who began her political career as the leader of i believe it was the alberta uh no not the alberta the manitoba uh communist party and when when the mm-hmm. the, the recent election here city election came up here and they were combining uh, Premier Doug Ford forced the city of Toronto to combine 47 uh, wards, city wards, into wow. tw- into 25. He, wow. he he cut the chamber nearly in half. Um, uh, Paula Fletcher became a candidate in my ward up against a woman named uh, Mary D. Frajakis. And in the 10 years that I've been living here in this neighborhood... I have, except for uh, her face on uh, flyers or posters, I've not seen hiding her hair of this woman. So when I when I was preparing to vote and I saw the name Paula Fletcher and I researched, all I had to do was briefly research who she was. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm voting for the communist. Because when the new owners of my building try to renovict me, I want somebody yeah. who will go to the mat fighting to save my mm-hmm. goddamn home so right. paula fletcher right. got well, my vote and she's in <laughs> well to answer your question i don't know that the republicans are going to i mean i think they will i think they will restructure i think that the way we run politics in this country mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna say for good or for ill for ill we're doing the wrong thing americans like binary choices yeah um and the, and the electoral college sort of helps that because of the way and it's stupid everything flows down from that and it makes it hard for any other party to get a to get a foothold so i don't know if the republicans are going to be maga people i don't know if they're going to be neocons i don't know if they're going to be tea partiers there are a bunch of splinter groups inside the republican party uh-huh. but someone will gain control of it and the one thing the republicans are good at is whoever is in charge they all fall in line which is what happened you know because most of them don't actually believe in Trump. They never did. Yeah. Trump never got more than like 30% of, of the primary vote. But there were so many candidates that everybody had just, all right, well, I guess this is what we're doing now yeah. um, because they were afraid to splinter. If the Democrats allowed themselves to splinter and the Republicans allowed themselves to splinter, um, chances are you're going to lose a couple of elections, but our country would be better for it. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. And I think that they will rally behind. I think the Republicans will rally behind somebody. And God, the ghost I mean, I'm not the, a Republican. I don't get the, it to vote. But. The ghost of Ross Perot. Yeah. 
Well, he wasn't. Yeah, but he wasn't a Republican either. He no. was. A, he was a. He was a Ford Party. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I don't like him either. But God willing, I hope they they rally behind John Kasich instead of who's not going to run against his friend Biden. Yeah. But maybe, maybe, or maybe Rubio for God. Oh God. Oh, fuck the, off the with that. Great. Kasich is Kasich right, is probably like the, the other best of them. Are, are Cruz. Yeah, K- Kasich yeah. is probably the best so, of a bad lot. But, yeah, uh, and like frankly, like what I really wish there's a, there's an argu- argument that um that a guy uh, a guy named uh, Cody Johnson I think is his last name he, he runs a uh, YouTube series called Some More News and he made the argument a year ago that Joe Biden should have run for president as a Republican. Joe Biden is a Republican. He thought that. Yeah, but he was like, if Joe Biden runs as a Republican, he could primary Donald Trump. And mm. think about it. You could be president. And that leaves the door open for Bernie Sanders on the on the Democrat side. That was his theory. Um, so maybe it'll be somebody like that. Mm. Or it would be great if it's splintered. I mean, I don't mind there being a MAGA party, which, you know, Trump is crazy enough to make that happen. If Trump oh, tries absolutely. to form his own political party, which that is, weakens the Republicans. Which is and why that, if – And that's for the good. If we go back to if we go back to the Twenty Fifth Amendment or impeachment, I am I, I I wish both were possible, but I'm I'm actually more in favor of impeachment. Oh, okay. I'm more in. Uh, but if yeah. we had to choose one, I'm in favor of impeachment because impeachment means that he can't hold political office again. And I impeachment and conviction. Yes. It's weird. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, impeachment. The way our impeachment process works. Um, if you think of if you think of impeachment as um, as a grand jury indictment that's mm-hmm. arresting you and deciding we're going to charge you, and then you have in the Senate and, and, and that happens in the House of Representatives, and then the Senate tries you yeah. and you get convicted, so yeah. that's like a trial, like a court trial, and then there's a separate sentencing step that is a straight vote by the Senate based on the recommendations from the House. Yeah. So theoretically, you could be impeached and then and convicted. And the penalty could be just removal from office. Mm-hmm. But if we had enough people to convict, chances are they would also invoke the maximum penalty, which would be um, loss of eligibility for federal office. Oh God! But it's not. I, it's, I, I just don't. Like, wanna, I don't. I don't want to watch this happen. Don't have that many people. I don't want to watch this happen again yeah. in 2024. Uh, <laughs> Neither do I. Um, but so, but but you know, if he even if we did that, yeah. he'll back somebody else. You know, he'll run Ivanka. Oh, absolutely! You know, I, I, it's absolutely going to be either Ivanka or Donald Jr. That fucking dumpster fire. He doesn't love Donald Jr. <laughs> it's got nothing to do he with whether Donald he loves Donald Jr. Ivanka is the only one of his children he loves. The it, it's got right. to, it's but got has, to do he has with some modicum of sense. Yes, but it's got <laughs> oh god, two grains of salt over one. Um, it's got yes. <laughs> it's got everything to do with what some jackass. Comes in and convinces, it comes into his office and convinces him which of his children is the most electable because he needs a, he absolute, if he lives, if he survives the cheeseburger heart attack, that dear, if there's a God (laughs) is coming this week, if he survives the cheeseburger heart attack, he has to decide which of his children to back. And it's going to be whoever has the, 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 the better chance of being elected because the, the Trump family motto is if you don't win, you're a loser. It's it's Talladega Nights, right. my friend. Ricky Bobby, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> 
And again, Kick it big, baby. Yeah. And again, again. Well, that's that, that's that's what I'm sure that Donald Jr. and Eric have done shake and bake. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they do the shake and bake. And I'm sure that Eric is just a fucking he's just a jobber put out there to take the pins. <laughs> So that Don's record is, Don can say I've never been pinned. Um, now, okay, back to, back to the prepared questions. What do you think should be versus what will be the fate of the Ted Cruz's and Josh Hawley's who objected to the certification vote? Should be, they should be ejected. They, um, they, so Senate, uh, our senators do not have, uh, prosecution protection. No. We like to say, uh, you know, the president's just a citizen. No, no one's above the law. But technically, our president kind of is above the law while he's president. Mm-hmm. Um, the it's not a law, but our justice our justice department by policy will not prosecute a sitting president, which is why we have to impeach him first, impeach yeah. him and convict him in order to have that happen. It's why he has no. It's why Mueller never really looked at him um, during our Mueller investigation. Yeah. Um, the Senate has no such protections. And we have prosecuted senators before. Yes. Um, frankly, I don't know that the case is strong for, I'm not a lawyer. Um, but you know, I'm just kind of, kind of a legal hobbyist. Mm. So I don't know that the case is so strong. So is Rudy enough Giuliani. To convict, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you could convict Holly or Cruz for insurrection because like they, you know, they didn't do anything that wasn't prescribed by Senate rules. Mm-hmm. So they, they had, I don't think they've broken any laws. They should absolutely be ejected. Um, yeah. The Senate can refuse to seat somebody. They can, they can remove them. They won't because again, they're spineless and they don't want to, um, they don't, there aren't enough Republicans who want to risk the ire yeah. of the MAGA people yet. So they so I don't think anything's going to happen to them. I mean, I could hope though. Um, because unlike Trump, where I, I do worry about the ramifications of things like, like, I don't think, sorry to disappoint people. I don't think Donald Trump is ever going to see the inside of a jail cell. Um, it's just, it, it's, hurt, I don't like him. I think he's a horrible person. Yeah, I think he's a horrible person who hurt this country, but he is a former president of the United States who some nearly 80 million people just voted for. Yeah. Um, and I think that I think Joe Biden, for better or worse, is old school enough that he will he'll pardon Trump before he lets him be arrested for federal prison, which oh, is what Ford did with Nixon. Fuck. He, oh, fuck. He will because, well, he will because, because what's going to happen? I mean, that he doesn't want to say that, but he, he's not, I don't think Joe Biden is willing to risk the civil, the all out civil war that might happen if you jailed Donald Trump. And <sighs> at this, you know, we know enough people. Yeah. Again, don't need to say their names, but, but we know plenty of people who literally would take arms up for him yeah. and see him as a political prisoner and would march off to their death. We just saw a bunch of idiots march on the Capitol because he asked nicely. Like that's, that's all it took. I don't know. Like I don't know. Saying, I, hey, okay. I need you to go march down. I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't know about taking up arms, but you might get a hot plate of nachos thrown at you. Right. 
That's as oh, much. Geez. That's gonna, as much slander. It, huh? Yeah, that's as much slander yeah, as I'm but, willing to 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 give you today. Well, but yeah, I mean, there there are people. I mean, you just had people march on the Capitol because yeah. he said to. Yeah. So so like what so what happened like I'm a, I'm I'm legitimately afraid. You know, we've joked about the fact that I I I, I think I mean, you said him having a cheeseburger heart attack. Yeah. I think. Not having, if he has to go a whole week without Twitter, I think he might just stroke out. I don't, I don't, he's, I don't know that he can handle that. And, um, so like, I'm sure this is killing him. And if he were to suddenly die, these are conspiracy theorists who think that like Bill Gates is injecting microchips into COVID vaccines. Yeah. So like, if he, if he dies of natural causes, they're going to think he was murdered and they're going to riot. Yeah. Like anything, like he is so dangerous, um, that anything like jailing him just like legitimizes QAnon. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think Joe wants to talk about it, but I don't think Joe, I think Joe probably understands that. Um, I, I myself am a crazy leftist and just shy of anarchist and <laughs> I'm all for, I'm like, let's go for it. You know, lock him up, throw away the key. Um, if war comes, war comes, let's see how this rolls. Like, if it's up to me, that's what I do. And that's why they don't let me be president. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So fi- final question here. Final question. Yeah. All this being said, what happens to Trump and his immediate family post Biden inauguration? Well, I just said Trump. I don't think, I mean, there are, there, there are um, pending cases against him in the state of New York, which yeah. the federal government has no control over. Even a pardon doesn't erase them. Yep. So theoretically, if you have an enterprising state attor- uh, uh, state or district attorney, um, maybe he could be arrested for one of those. I think there'll be a lot of pressure on him to just make it go away because he, you know, he does. It, it's just it's really expensive. This is the jail of president. He's got yeah. secret service to deal with. He's got, you know, you, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of ramifications. I think, you know, I, I think that I don't, th- I think that they're just going to put him out somewhere and just like, just go away and please die soon. Like, yeah. I, I don't think anything bad's going to happen to him. Um, I, I think Ivanka and Jared are going to see some kind of charges. They're rich enough that I think they'll be able to make them go. Like, I don't know that any of them are actually going to end up in jail. Um, frankly, uh, Eric and Tiffany are fine. I I don't, I don't think anybody likes them enough or trusts them enough with anything sensitive. Mm-hmm. So the one to worry about is Don Jr. And I don't know. He's got enough money. He might be able to skate by. He skated by this far. And yeah, I realize it's part. I mean, I, I would not be surprised if Trump has already pardoned them and just hasn't talked about it. Mm. So we'll see. I don't think, I don't think anything you could jail Don Jr. Should I, I'd, I'd, I'd leave could, those pardons. I'd leave those pardons until the 19th, just in case they commit any other fucking crimes in the next week. You know, get it all. <laughs> yeah. Well, get it all in there. <laughs> he, he can do it again. I, I am. <laughs> you can, the, you can pardon somebody more than once. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing that I am hopeful of, if, uh, if jail time is not a possibility, I am hopeful that the federal government, uh, through impeachment or whatever, I'm hopeful that the federal government um, revokes, withholds any services and privileges afforded to a former president of the United States. 
keep them out of security, uh, keep them out of the security loop because we know that he's willing to leak that. That requires to, impeachment. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So that that yeah, he, that's, he's willing, that's he's gonna, willing that's to. Why I think they're still going to try. Yeah, he's willing to mm-hmm. give information to foreign actors, to enemy actors. I yeah. I hope that I hope that there's not a secret service man for a mile around him. I I hope <laughs> I hope that there's I hope that there's never a Trump library because he's never read a fucking book, not even his own. <laughs> no, I want him. Ever. I want him to. Yeah. And I and I want him to live. I want him to live a long, <laughs> sad, sorrowful existence, knowing and come to the realization every day that nothing this is a he, to the pain kind of thing. Nothing he a ever did to the pain kind of situation. Yeah, nothing he ever did. No one he ever fucked over. Nothing he ever stole could possibly earn Fred Trump's love, and it's all been a mm-hmm. fucking waste. It's all been a waste. And the same goes for Don Jr. with him. Oh, fuck yes. Listen. I followed. You know what? You know what? Do build him a library. And because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of uh, former presidents, a lot of dead presidents are buried at their libraries. And much in the, much in the tradition of the pharaohs, I think that many of Trump's servants should be buried with him, dead or alive. <laughs> and I want to be there. I want to be there as they push that final stone into place and hear Don and Eric and Jared screaming, screaming, as the tomb goes dark and they grow cold. Oh, It's dark. He's such a storyteller. It's, that was it's, really good. Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's dark, and I'm afraid, and I think there are snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them both. Oh. Fuck them all. Uh, and with that, my friend, I believe we will bring another sweet, <laughs> lovable, family-friendly, go-fuck-yourself episode of the Handsome Genius Club to an end. Chris Maverick, tell us where yeah. we can find you online. Uh, you can find me, well, you can, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Chris Maverick, or you can please listen to my show because more of this. In fact, this week, uh, this show's going coming up Monday. Yeah. My, right? 6 a.m., baby. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, in, okay. In very six hours before this show dropped, uh, an episode of my show, Vox Popcast dropped in oh. where V-O-X-P-O-P-C-A-S-T where we are literally talking about this exact same thing. So you'll have <laughs> more analysis on, um, on, well, we did it a little differently. We, um, we walked through not just this situation, but the United States had a week from hell that started last Saturday that went to today. Mm-hmm. So we walked through that one step at a time and talked about, you know, the craziness of how things got there and the cultural ramifications thereof for about an hour and a half. So, um, yeah, please, you know, download and listen to my show, subscribe to us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. We have a YouTube channel where you can, where you can watch our show. Um, so yeah, please, um, Vox Popcast or at Chris Maverick. Fantastic. And of course, everybody knows they can find all, well, almost all my stuff at my name is kingdom. 
uh, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, the all-important Patreon for the love of God. Oh, yeah, we're we're up to uh, we we've got another uh, subscriber, two more subscribers over the weekend on Patreon: Jordan McElwain and Brendan uh, Brendan Caulfield. Uh, Holden Albright is uh, he's subscribing to us on on Patreon, and he also has a new Patreon of his own. So uh, so check that out. Um, Cool. Yeah, and uh, new uh, Teespring store, teespring.com slash store slash my name is Kingdom. All that shit. Because <laughs> in the face in the face of evil, capitalism will save us. More capitalism. Uh, Chris, once again, they I know. What a load of shit. Uh <laughs> It's <laughs> great lungs. It's coming to me. Yeah, it's like I'm. It's like I'm saying we got to save the planet, and then I'm throwing a Snickers wrapper on the ground. Uh, <laughs> Chris Maverick, thank you as always. Doubly thank you because you were willing to re-record this episode, and I think we came up with something much more listenable. Uh, thank you okay. for coming on the Handsome Genius Club Radio Show, and I will talk to you again soon. All right. Bye. Bye. All right, kids. That's it for today's show. Uh, Take care of one another. Uh, Find some good trouble to get into. Your Uncle Kingdom loves you. Bye. (laughs) There you go.